0: Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. Hello friends, here we are, it's 2024 and um, for me it's still Christmas 2023 but don't tell anyone, I'm recording ahead, I very rarely record ahead. Anyway, um, (laughs) I thought what would be a really good thing to work out at the beginning of the year is where are you using your time as a musician and are you using it well? It's a really important thing to consider especially if say you've got a full-time job maybe some family whatever it may be and music is something you you get to do but you only have limited time to do it so you need to work out where are you spending your resources best and where you may be to be honest wasting your time. So this is something I just want to talk about this week really it's going to be quite a quick episode something to ponder as we begin the year I say that it's going to be released towards the end of January but never mind so, Um, I guess my my main point was thinking about social media, actually, because a lot of people don't like social media and I understand it. I really do. I'm not the biggest fan of it myself. If I could get rid of it, I probably would. But um, you've got to think about all the different forms of social media. You know, There's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, or X, or whatever we're calling it nowadays. Um, There's threads, if that takes off. There's uh, TikTok. There's all these sorts of various different mediums. And you need to work out, what is working for you as an artist, as a band and what isn't working for you? See, I would say I would honestly say pick two, pick two to really major on. I think one of them probably should be Instagram, but pick two to major on and make sure maybe you're discoverable on the others, but you, you don't really post much there or maybe you repost the occasional thing, because I think you have to work out how each one works, really make the most of it. So, for example, with TikTok, I have a TikTok account for the for the business and I reposted stuff from Instagram for for a while and I got some followers but ultimately I got actually got nothing out of it. Like it wasn't worth my time. It's just not I don't think it's my medium. Like I'm not doing funny videos. I'm not doing it in the right style. So that's, that's that. But there are other people, the bands, or the producers and things like that who do and they make the most of it and they make it really work for them. So you've got to just got to work out to say what works for you and what doesn't work for you. On a similar note, where are you wasting your time? <laughs> so, you know, if you're, you you could consider yourself wasting your time if you're um, using a particular um Platform that it's not really getting any traction, but you could also be wasting your time if it's a time sink. So for example, Instagram. It's so easy with Instagram to scroll and say, oh, you know, I'm doing productive things, I'm engaging with my fans, or whatever it may be. And yes, doing that to an extent is good, but it's also probably not helpful. (laughs) And I propose to you that you need to work out how you can cut down on things like that in order to make the use, the best use of your limited time. So I would say you can schedule posts, something you can do. Um, it's something You can do There's There's apps that allow you to plan ahead and apps that allow you to release things on a schedule. Um, some of them are free as well. So check those out. There is also um, screen licks, street screen, screen locks. That's what they're called. Screen locks. So um, I've got a 45 minute timer on my Instagram for every day. And if I go over 45 minutes, it's tough. It's gone. That's that. I'll have to wait until tomorrow. And do you know what? That's okay. It's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world if I can't use Instagram until the following day. In fact, it's beneficial that I can't use Instagram for the following day if I'm using it for over 45 minutes because it's unlikely, it's highly unlikely that I'm doing anything productive and it's highly likely that it's probably just getting me down and making me compare myself to other people and you know all that the way that social media loves to do. And that is not good and it's not useful. So you need to work out how you can make the most of your time. And I think kind of disregarding social media is, uh, that is not helping you can be really helpful for you. That was very weirdly phrased. Anyway, um, my other plots are around, um, rehearsing, writing and recording. So are you making the most of your hours or times? Do you go and just Hang around for a few hours and then have a few drinks or whatever, and then that's that. Or do you really focus? Go, no, this week we're writing this song, this week we are rehearsing our set twice over, whatever it may be. I think shorter, punchier rehearsals are far more beneficial than longer ones that kind of tend to spread out. You can socialize, don't get me wrong, socializing with the band is great. Socialize at the pub, socialize somewhere that's cheaper than a rehearsal room, unless you've got your own rehearsal room, I guess. But make sure the rehearsal room is somewhere that's focused and with clear clear direction of what you're there to be doing because you don't want to have directionless rehearsals they're no fun and it can often lead to frustration the the final thought again is about recording where do you find it is best to record so i think with certain things like drums and maybe to an extent vocals and things like that the rehearse, the rehearsal room is not necessarily the best place to do it. I think a recording studio can be great because you can have a great selection of mics, um a great room to record in, hopefully and things like that. And it's really going to work for you. But with things like bass guitar, electric guitar, keys and things like that, you can record it at home. If nothing else, you can go direct and record a DI and reamp it later and you can make absolutely no noise where you do it and that's wonderful for everyone involved, especially those who you live with. And I think That for some people is actually really beneficial, not just in terms of money, because you're, you know, you know, you're not spending time in the studio that costs money, but also in terms of recording. So if you've got someone there who's watching, looking over your shoulder as you're recording in the studio, say, that could be a lot more pressure for you than if you're just on your own playing your parts and you can do it as many times as you like and know when to know quite how many takes you took to get that bit. That could be really beneficial for you. That could actually save you time as well as money. So it's just a kind of third avenue to think of really. I, I don't really have much more to say on the topic. It's a bit of a ramble, but very much a ramble. Um, but I just thought it was a really good way to begin the year. You've got to evaluate where are you using your time well and where are you not using your time well? What do you need to drop? Maybe what do you need to do more of, that kind of thing. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you liked it, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. It all helps the algorithm in the background to push this thing to other people. And please also share it with friends and bandmates if you thought it was helpful. If you want to open discussion about your rehearsals, for example, it could be really good. If you're thinking about recording or mixing and you want to talk about it, feel free to reach out to me via my links in the podcast description below. We can have a chat. We can have a conversation about your music. And I will see you next time.